Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies. So in season two, episode one, we talked all about living bold and praying for that boldness that God will open doors that we can share Jesus with those who are around us. This week, I want to talk to you about sharing your story. In Matthew 28, 18 through 20, Jesus' last words were, go and make disciples of all nations. Basically, what he's saying is go and tell those around you about the good news of Jesus and how he changed your life. Share your story. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Many of us, we want to share our story, but maybe there are some fears that are holding us back. Maybe we're afraid that they'll ask questions that we can't answer. Or maybe we're not perfect and we feel like, who are we to tell somebody else about what Jesus has done in my life when I still don't have it all together? Or maybe you've never learned how to share Jesus with others. You're not really sure how to start that conversation. So let's talk real quick about these fears. What does happen if they ask you a question that you don't know how to answer? How do you respond in a way that doesn't make your message seem like it's fake? First of all, know that you don't have to have all the answers. So if they do ask you a question that you don't know the answer to, no matter what, always be honest and be authentic. Let them know that you don't know the answer to that question. And then if you do know somebody that you think will know the answer, like maybe you know a youth pastor or a pastor or somebody that you can talk to, that you can connect this person with to get those answers, do that. Tell them I don't know the answer to that question, but I know somebody who probably does. Can I connect you with them? And that's a great place to start. That's okay. When you connect them with somebody else, if they choose to connect with them, that's one more person that is speaking into their life, sharing Jesus with them. That's incredible. But if you don't know anybody and you're not really sure who to connect them with, that's not a problem. Still be truthful and tell them, I don't know the answer, but what I do know is who I was before I met Jesus and what he did in my life. And it changed me. And that's okay. That's great. Those people that you're sharing Jesus with, they're going to see a true authentic relationship with Jesus, that you're not perfect, that you don't have it all together. And guess what? It's okay. And speaking about perfection, the next fear I want to talk about is maybe you struggle with your own faith and you don't feel like you have it all together. So who are you to share it? Well, let me tell you this. You have a story. And it is a story for you to share. You don't have to be perfect. Actually, it's better that you're not perfect because most likely the person that you're talking to messes up too. So if you are perfect and you have everything in line and you never mess up, they're going to look at you and they're going to say, there's no way I could ever be like that. I know the mess that I'm in. 
There's no way that I can even achieve that. So they're out. They will turn off Jesus because you are perfect. So don't try to be perfect. Don't pretend to be perfect. Be yourself and be authentic. Tell them, you know, I'm still new at this. I'm still trying to figure it out, but God has made a difference in my life and I am so thankful for it. And then the last one, maybe you never learned how to share Jesus with those around you. Maybe you're not even sure how to start a conversation that leads somebody to telling them about Jesus. Well, don't worry, because that is what we're talking about today. 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Now, you may be asking, how do I share my story? What do I say? How do I start the conversation? So here's the key. Ask questions to genuinely get to know the person. Really care about them. That's where it starts. Ask them, how are you doing? And then listen. Ask them questions just to connect with them. Hey, are you ready for summer break? You know they are. (laughs) Are you doing anything fun? What school do you go to? What are some things that you like to do for fun? Those are just general questions that you can ask them just to start conversations. It doesn't have to be about Jesus right off the start. Get to know them first. Then as you're talking, if you see a pain point or a passion point, stop right there. And this is going to take boldness. This is why we talked about praying for boldness last week, but start right there and ask them, Hey, can I pray with you about that? And just so you're clear, a pain point is something that they mentioned that's hard for them. Maybe they have a family member that's pushing off some sickness and it's pretty bad, or maybe they had a family member or a friend pass away. That's tough. Or maybe they're failing a class that they need in order to graduate. Those are hard places for people to be in. So if they talk about those things, stop right there and say, hey, can I pray with you about that? And then a passion point is something that they're really excited about, but maybe they're a little nervous. So like if they have a solo for their choir concert, or they have a gymnastics competition, or they have a speech and you know, you got that little bit of fear that's trying to creep up, right? So that's a great time to say, hey, can I pray with you about that? That's a great place to start. Asking them if you can pray with them is simple. If they say no, then be like, it's all right, no big deal. And then just continue your conversation like it was. They're not quite ready yet, but you know what? You're opening the door. First Corinthians 3, 6 through 7, Paul is talking about how he shared the gospel with somebody. It says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. This is what I love about sharing the good news with people. You're not always going to get to lead them to Jesus, but you are a link in that chain. You may be the one planting those seeds of hope into their life, or you may be watering those seeds. Maybe those seeds are in there now. They're starting to think about it and they're asking themselves questions and maybe asking other people questions. That's the seeds that you've planted. And then it says Apollos watered. Maybe you're in the place where you're watering that seed, that the seed's already in there and they're already asking those questions. And now you're watering that seed, helping it to grow up within them. But know that it's God who always gives the increase. So don't be afraid if they say no, when you ask them to pray, it's okay. Just kind of move on, continue the conversation, and that's all right. If they do say yes, though, a lot of times we're afraid to pray for others or pray out loud because we're afraid of the words that we're going to say, like maybe we'll mess up and maybe we'll trip over our words or maybe we won't say the right thing. And we have all these different fears and all these different things that we tell ourselves for why we don't pray out loud. But don't worry about if you have the right words. 
They don't care if you have the right words. If you ask to pray for them and they said yes, they don't care that you don't have it all together. They don't care if you trip over your words. They're blown away because you asked to pray for them, okay? So don't get held up with perfectionism. Believe God for the right words because God is using you to make a huge impact in their life. And if you mess up, they get to see a genuine, authentic relationship with Jesus, not some fake perfection. They get to see that you don't have to be perfect in order to follow Jesus. So be yourself, be authentic and step out in boldness. Now, after you pray for them, I want to give you a couple questions that can help you lead into asking them about Jesus. Okay. So the first one is, what are your thoughts on God? Just ask them that. See where they stand with God. Or you can ask, do you have a good church that you go to? And that will open the door for you to understand if they do have a relationship or not. And then begin those conversations about that. You know, what are your thoughts on God? Well, they might say they don't believe in God or they're not really sure or they do believe in God, but they don't really follow him or who knows what they'll say. And then you can share what your thoughts are on God. And this is a great place for you to share your story. The same thing is true with, do you have a good church that you go to? No, I don't really go to church. And then that can lead into a conversation about, you know, where you go to church and what Jesus has done in your life. And then you can open the door to sharing your story with them. Now, you may be thinking, what do I share, though? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) We're going to take a couple minutes, and I'm going to guide you into how to share your authentic story. So there are three parts to your story. The first part is who you were before you met Jesus or who you were before you decided to own your walk with God. The second part is what led you to that decision. And then the third part is what has God done in your life since you came to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior or went all in with him? So it's that easy. Just before, what happened that led you there? And then after, that's it. Super, super simple. So what's your story? Did you grow up in church, but then at some point in your walk with God, you decided to make it your own and begin to really live for Jesus? Not because your parents do, but because you want it for yourself. Did you grow up in church, but maybe you walked away because of something that happened and then you found out who the real Jesus was and you ended up coming back to him? Or maybe you're like me. You didn't grow up in church at all. But there was a time in your life where you met Jesus and you decided to give him your all. Write that down. That's the beginning of your story. Before we move on to what led you to Jesus, I want you to think about that time in your life before you went all in with Jesus. What led you to make that decision? Did you crave peace, but all you felt was chaos? Were you desperate for love like I was, but everything you tried to find that love never satisfied you? Did you constantly wonder why you were even born? Were you lonely? Were you depressed and hurting? Did you struggle to make friends or did your friends always lead you to getting into trouble? Did you lack motivation for life? Whatever your story was, I want you to write that down. Now I want you to take a couple minutes and write out that before part of your story in a way that's easy for you to tell. So for me, my story would sound something like this. I grew up in a family that was messed up. There was a lot of abuse and there was no love. I constantly wondered why the people who were supposed to love me didn't love me. It led me to try to find love in all the wrong places. It led me down a deep, dark path where I self-harmed and I dated guys who were abusive. I hated myself and I hated my life. Now, the next part of your story is how you came to Jesus. What was that moment? What helped you to make that decision? A teen girl recently shared her story with me. She grew up in church, had a good walk with God. She made great choices. She never had the desire to sin, 
but she knew that there was something more. And even though she was a Christian, she gave her life to the Lord at a young age, she decided to take her walk with God seriously, to move from serving God because her family did, to making it her own faith. What brought her to that decision was she wanted more out of her life. She wanted to live with purpose. For me, who didn't grow up in church, what brought me to Jesus was a friend who invited me to her church. It was at her church I heard who Jesus really was. And I knew right away that he was the love that I had been missing my whole life. So what brought you to Jesus? Did someone share Jesus with you? Were you by yourself crying out to God and God showed himself to you strongly? Were you invited to church and you heard the story of Jesus like I was? Did you have a wake-up call? Did something happen and it just brought you to your knees? Did you crave more purpose? Write that down. What brought you to Jesus? Then the third part of the story is what God has done for you since giving your life to him. For me, God has completely transformed my life. I used to hate myself. I didn't think there was anything special about me. God has shown me that that is not true. I found out what love was and it shook me. Because God loved me, I can love myself. Because God loved me, I can love my life. Because God loved me, I can love those who are around me. I could love my family. I was no longer depressed. The abuse I faced had no more power over me. I was no longer a victim, but now I'm an overcomer. What about you? Since giving your life to Jesus, if you were depressed before, are you still depressed now? If you were lonely before, are you still lonely now? Remember when we talked about what our life was before we went all in with Jesus? How has God changed that person to who you are today? How has God begun to transform those areas of your life? I want you to write it down. Now, go back and take those three pieces, put them together in a way that makes sense, and practice telling your story. You can practice telling it to your bathroom mirror. You can practice telling it to your wall when you're laying down in your bed to sleep at night. But practice telling your story. Get used to telling your story. We're not practicing it to memorize it word for word. The people you're sharing your story with, they don't want to hear some memorized speech. They want to hear authentically from your heart. You're practicing your story so that you can be confident in sharing your story when the time comes. If you've written out your story and you want to run it by somebody, you can feel free to run it by me. Just go to the Uncommon Teen app. You can download that at uncommonteenapp.com. Click on the Connect with Jamie tab and share your story in there. And I would love to encourage you. Or you can email me at jamie, J-A-M-I-E, at uncommonteen.com. So a couple of tips I want to share with you real quick about sharing your story. One, make it conversational. Two, be authentic. Three, don't preach at them. None of us like to be talked down to. So when we preach at somebody else and tell them they have to do this, that doesn't help. Sharing your story is really all about caring about that person and respecting them. And then four, try to get your story to be less than three minutes. We don't want to go on and on and on because people's attention span are not that long and you will have lost them by the time you were done. So try to get it to be about three minutes or less. All right, ladies, I hope that this was helpful to you. This week, I encourage you, pray about God opening the door for you to share your story with somebody and then share it. The more you share it, the more confident in God you will be. However, if you're not quite ready to share your story, that's okay. Keep praying about it. But I encourage you to take action this week. I encourage you to share the Uncommon Teen podcast with at least one friend 
who doesn't already listen to it. This can be a way for you to share Jesus if you're not quite ready to do so yet. All right, ladies. So each week I have you repeat after me a saying. And the reason I do this is because the world is constantly yelling at you, telling you that you're not enough and that you're worthless. And that is not true. So when I have you repeat this saying after me, even though we do it every week, I still want you to repeat after me because you are speaking what God says about you, not what this world says about you. So if you'll go ahead, repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see How incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. If you have not already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, rate it, review it. I would love to hear your feedback. Have an incredible week, and we will see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging, but God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue... That is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you. And I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.